they are back. Out of the darkness cometh light. Welcome to the new look ENS Wolves podcast with Joe Edwards, Rosie Swarbrick, Steve Bull, and your host, Nathan Judah. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 135. That is 135. It is the ENS Wolves podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. Only one reporter today. I'm joined by Mr. Jedward himself, Mr. Joe Edwards. Rosie, she has, she well, she finished last night, didn't she? She did the 23s last night. She's having a, a well-earned day off. So it's just it's just me and thee today, Joe. Just me and you. Yeah. Is that okay? It's, uh, yeah, it's cosy, isn't it? You know, just the two of us. Got, got the we coffees can, in. We can make it if we try. Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a... I don't like International Week, mate. I don't like it. I'm not bothered about England, really, until they get into a tournament, uh, full stop. Don't care about watching the games. In, in fact, I, I forget about the games. I'm more interested now in an establishment that I have not been in for over, I'm going to say over a decade, and yet Sunday morning, this Sunday morning just gone, at 6am, I frequented, you'd be proud of me. Other people who used to be on this podcast will be proud of me. I, re- I frequented a McDonald's. A McDonald's. I saw this on Twitter. And yeah. I genuinely thought that you'd been hacked. Yes, yes, yes. You didn't see the tweet I put out about 20 minutes before, did you? <laughs> a few people did. I thought Judah, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Sunday morning. Drunk. Drunk. Oh, mate. That must have been a wild one. Well, it was. I tell you what, it, it didn't start off too wild because I, I covered a... Uh, Walsall versus Cambridge at the Banks's. <laughs> and uh, sorry, I was getting a bad taste out of my mouth. And um, and so went from there, drove to uh, to Manchester um, to the Lowry. Actually, Mister Mourinho for, uh, frequented. He lived there, didn't he? While he was Manchester United boss, now now Tottenham boss. As you do, yeah. As you do. And um, Missus was there, um, finishing off a tour with their little mix. Uh, works with them. Uh, she finished the concert. I met her at the hotel. Um, we had a night out then, so all of us a little VIP Manchester Manchester banter, you know the whole yeah, yeah. whole clubbing. Uh, I tell you what, it is great being famous, isn't it? I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the girls. Like we we were all we we're on this little booth, and they'd finished the show at the MEN or whatever it's called now, and uh, you go in and you know, I've done the whole Vegas, and you get all the sparklers and the bottle service and the and the good-looking girls to come and pour you your drinks and all this kind of thing, but not for free. And I mean, I mean, there must have been this procession of, of drinks and fireworks, but at least, and we were there for, a, I think we got into the club about half past midnight, and we are there till three, and there must have been eight, nine bottles of vodka, like Veuve Clicquot, Lauren Perrier Champagne, the, but but like but like bang 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 every every half an hour they, this parade was coming to the table. I mean it's unbelievable. It's like it's like the, the, the rich getting richer. All the famous people just get stuff for free. It's like we want stuff for free, not them. It's mental. So I was smashed on a combination of tequila, whiskey, uh, rum, and champagne, which is a good combo. Pretty lethal. Yeah, yeah, de- yeah, de- yeah. De- decent combo. Um, you, should, you should to be fair, I should have done that before. Went to go and watch Warsaw. But, um, <laughs> um, so went there, and then we went. We, we went to uh, end up in Canal Street. A little oh, bit of GAY, yeah. mate. A little yeah. bit of GAY. <laughs> so uh, I was there. I tell you what, my yeah. my type of tunes, mate. 
Oh, big time, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, what's, what's the one in Wolverhampton called? Um, I don't know. Have they got a gay club in Wolverhampton as well? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Somebody on Twitter, but it's basically it's up until like six. Yeah, exactly. So, so when everywhere else is short, you know, go, go to the gay bar. Mate, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's been a good, yeah, been in there for you. Time. Good time. Oh, great. My type of music, proper cheese, great night, carried on drinking, and then, yeah, I don't know, sprawled out about 5.50, 6 a.m., and we're going to McDonald's, and I find myself in this McDonald's restaurant, and I'm like, first of all, they've got these screens, haven't they? These, like, digital screens. Yeah. I mean, I'm... I, I was stunned. Uh, the, 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 it's like it's like Argos for food. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I just thought you go to the counter. Like, what are these screens? Uh, you got yeah. to order at these screen touch screens. Although the, the one of the girls that I was with said, um, and I don't, didn't like this survey. They said that they they did um, like a sweeping um, kind of like market survey of the screens and tested them for germs. Yeah. And they said that eighty five percent of the screens contains traces of feces. Nice. Oh, nice. Oh. So anyway, after all, yeah, that's just what you hear. It's just what you want to hear, mate. Before talking in. Before exactly. Yeah, yeah. Didn't stop me though. Didn't stop me. Well, I was, I was, I was very excited to get some chicken nuggets. I thought chicken nuggets, okay, fine. But apparently, there's just breakfasts, no food. I was absolutely yeah, yeah. no, no proper food. I was absolutely devastated. So had to go for a cheese and egg muffin and two hash browns. No, no, no sausage. On no food. sausage. No, I thought it was going to be good, but then I must have just had the sausage to be yeah, fair because I ended up having an extra hash brown anyway. Hash brown's greasy but delicious. Oh yeah. But for, for me, you need to soak it up anyway. So in the next morning, it probably came. It, it was probably a smart thing to do end of the night. But yeah, I, I did, I, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I quite enjoyed it. But I don't want to go back to the old Nathan. No, no. It's it's something that you can't necessarily do every week. Uh, how good it would be. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd love to have a Mackey's breakfast every week. You're young, though. You must you must have a takeaway every other night, though, no? Not every other night, but to be fair, last week it was pretty pretty good. I had a little dessert shop on the Thursday. A little, what do you mean, a little dessert shop? It's like takeaway desserts. Oh, what did you go for? So I have like a bit of crepe, a bit of ice cream, oh, a bit nice. of chocolate sauce. Is it warm, though? I want, yeah, I want yeah, my crepe yeah. warm if you're going to take it warm, away. Like, Uber Eats or something like that. Oh, they deliver it, do yeah, they? Yeah, deliver it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deliver ice cream and, and, and pancake, pancake, hot pancake. waffles. Seems like a disaster waiting to happen hot and well, cold. Well, I know, I know. Um, but right. had a bit of that and then went out for a meal on the Friday. Mm. Had a takeaway a few nights before, you know, living the high life. Oh, mate, living the dream, absolutely. Tell you, also, it's living the dream. Um... Let me tell you, who's living the dream? Um, under 23s are living yeah. the dream. Under 23s are uh, living the dream. Paris Saint-Germain, not, not a bad glamour tie last night at Molyneux. Um, we've been meaning to talk about the under 23s for, for a couple of weeks now, but we just keep on running out of time. But today yeah. is that day. It is the day. It, it is that day. Um, so we'll start off with the, with, with the game last night. Not, not the ideal start, obviously, in the first, inside the first minute, but, but a great crowd went there to see the under 23s. We want to see more of that. And um, Joe, you're going to talk a little bit about not just the game last night, but about the season. Um, obviously promoted last year in incredible scenes, but how they're, how they're getting on this year as well. Yeah, more than 5,000 at Molyneux, and Mark Kennedy, who's kind of stepped up into the role uh, for Rob Edwards, who left for the FA, says that's kind of a sign out for the 23 side and the, the academy as a whole has come. And, that, and that's and that, that's obviously, you know, a glamour PSG, mm. as you say. It's not every every day you play them. And Wolves have held the round. They drew 1-1 one, one, one with them. Was this a one-off game or is this it's, part it's of a, a tournament? It's Premier League International Cup. Right. So there's three teams in the group. Um, they've, they've got they've got Chelsea, I think, are in the group as well. And Athletic Bilbao. 
So yeah, yeah, <laughs> as you do. As but, you do um, yeah. But yeah, the the drew drew one one with them. Um, you know, quite a few young players naturally on show, but like a very kind of youthful uh, yeah. side yeah. Uh, last night. And um, the Valderan and the, and, the, and, the, and the Drew, we've one of the you know, best sides on the continent, you'd mm. say. So um, the, the academy is making strides and the 23s are making strides. The season as a whole has been pretty solid so far. I mean, they've got to the... Um, it's great. I mean, it's great scenes, weren't they, at the end of last season? Unbelievable yeah. where they're oh. going to. When, when, when they won it up Ultra, United, Ultra, Ultra, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they're in the knockout stages of the Checker Trade Trophy or the Leasing.com mm-hmm. Trophy, whatever it's called these days. Uh, they've been in the knockout stages of that. And you look at some of the academies that have dipped out of that. Sure. Liverpool have dipped out yeah. and, a, and a few others. Yeah. But also still going strong. So they're holding around against senior teams mm-hmm. as well. And um, it, it's really promising. I, I think a few of the, the players now in this 23s team are mm. kind of ready to uh, to make kind of league lounge now, I'd say. Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, we, we talk about playing the 23s and that massive gap between the 23s and going up to, to well, if they are going to get called up to Premier League level, yeah. but but there's something like the, the, the EFL Cup. It is a very good um, experience for them because they're playing against blokes, playing against, like you say, first team um, seasoned professionals and, and some of them, you know, hulking blokes as well. And that's exactly what you want to do, don't you? Because they've got to be ready. They've got to be ready. And I think maybe that's... I know Conor Roden went to Walsall, but I feel like someone like him, and I know he's done very well with the 21s, Ireland under 21s, and this loan in Croatia. Is Slovakia. It Slovakia, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, not the same all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're doing the world of good, but they need to play against those type of players, I think, to, to kick on, don't they? Yeah, big time. Um, that, that game I did up at Morecambe, you had 16-year-old Christian Marquez in the Wolves' defence and 40-year-old Kevin Ellison playing on the wing for uh, <laughs> Morecambe. Yeah. So that, that, that's just the type of thing that it mm. is. And it, it, the earlier you can do it and get these these young players up against season vets, it's uh, the, the the better. And um, Wolves were great in that game as well. Mm. And a couple that I noticed in that game, Elliot Watt, even though he's not in first team kind of recognition these days, yeah, um, looks a cut above the twenty three standard okay. for, for me. Um, playing in kind of a holding midfield role, the kind of ne- the Neves role, if mm. you'd like. Kind he of went to Asia Trophy, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, I don't he know if he did. Oh, I don't okay. know if he did. He, he, wa- he was in kind of first-team contention this time last year. Right, OK. Played a couple of the cup games and then he kind of faded out. Right. But he looks ready for a league lamb for me. Really, OK. Um, Benny Ashley Seal, I'd say the same with as well. I know he's been on the bench a couple of times for Wolves' first team this season. But I think for him... He's been scoring for fun at 23 standards, at-tricks and braces galore. I think get himself tested in League One or two now because he's a big lad as well. He's about six foot three. He's not. He's not as if he's nine stone dripping wet. So um, get, get, <laughs> get, get, get stone dripping wet. Uh, yeah, get him out in the football league and see what he can do. Would you get Would you get him out as soon as January? Yeah, I think, think so. I think so. Mm. I, I was having a chat with Rob uh, Edwards at Morecambe before we left the day after that game, yeah. uh, Rob. Um, but um, he was saying that you know, that's got to be the target for players like Benny and and, um, and Elliot mm. get themselves in the shop window. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's what those kind of players are using that 
competition for yeah. the trophy get get them on the radar of league clubs and try and impress there because let's face it not everyone's going to make the grade at Wolves no of course not um, but you know that's not to say that the Wolves can't make a bit of profit on them no, if course, they go away to league football yeah. lower league football they do a job and, and then there's a sell-on clause there and, and such is the quality of, of some of the players they've got around them and and the I guess the gravitas of Wolves now coming from a, you know the Wolves Academy and, and, and the you know Wolves Club as a whole that's, that's where they're making some of the money as well so it's nothing wrong with that at all um as for players and, 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 the, and the team this year in the league, how are they doing in the league? They're not doing as well in the league. 10th out of 12 teams, uh, nine points from 10. Okay. So, so is the promotion relegation is there? Yeah, there? yeah, there's a bottom two. So they're just outside the bottom two. Okay. Um, and I think the goal really is to, obviously, to stay up. Yeah. But, you know, they'd like to compete at the top level as well. They don't want to just be kind of hanging on. Mm. Um, I think, obviously... The first team inclusion of some of these youngsters, obviously, as it's benefits for the young players, sure. you know, your Taylor Perry's and Dion Sanderson's who have been in first team recognition, but sometimes yeah. it leaves the 23s a little bit light. Yeah. So I think there's perhaps, you know, striking a bit of a balance there, sometimes a bit more. But um, 10 30 12, 12 in the EFL trophy knockout stages, as we say, mm-hmm. um, you know, holding around against PSG, I think they're doing pretty well. Excellent news, and we'll be we'll be hearing uh, Joe giving a few more under twenty three reports as the season progresses. Back uh, back to Compton now. First team, um, most yeah. of them are back. I assume Raoul is, is probably back or, or getting back today. Yeah. Um, hopefully, fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Um, look, an, another successful international period for for a lot of these players. Raoul just he just cannot he's stop. Mental, he? he's, he's mental. He's absolutely Machine. fantastic. Yeah. Um, couple of goals against Panama at the weekend. Then comes what a fine. I mean. I talk about, I mean, you talk about plucking someone. I'm not talking out of thin air, but out of uh, to, to change literally this play. And people see him as, oh, he's bang average, or he's all right, bit of a sub, and you know he'll do okay, but he's not going to set the world alight. I mean, he is one of the most, one of the best strikers in the Premier League. You've got to yeah, say, got, got to be yeah. definitely, yeah, definitely. for his all round game. Yeah, yeah, he's not just about goals. And Nuno said it himself the other week. He's more than just goals. It's an e. He brings everybody in and works so hard mm. and. He came in the 71st minute for Mexico against Bermuda and then saves them like a, an embarrassing draw by <laughs> setting up the winner in the 93rd minute. So, you know, if, if, if he's starting games, if he's coming off the bench, I mean, he's got to start every game pretty much for Wolves mm-hmm. at the moment because of how he's been, but he's coming off the bench for 20 minutes for Mexico and he's, he's saving the day again. So, yeah. this guy at the moment is just absolutely unbelievable. And he scored against Panama? Yeah, a couple well. against Panama, yeah. So, I mean, he's just carrying on. If it's club, if it's country, he's finding the back of the net and he's just doing it seamlessly. At least the good thing as well is that he was, I mean, we're obviously kind of frustrated because he was almost promised that he wasn't going to be used this, this year, <laughs> but he's had, to go, he's had to go across to Panama and Mexico. But at least he was on the bench for that second game. Yeah. Um, you know, came on for 20 minutes, but it's not as if he's played two, you know, two lots of 90 minutes, so, so to speak. Um, and like I say, hopefully he'll be well rested for, for Bournemouth and, and we'll talk about whether you expect him to play or not later on in the show. Uh, and Portugal as well, all these players... Um, no. Four of them, it's just it's crazy. It's Wolves now, anyway. It's Wolves. Yeah, there's four players on the pitch um, for, for the game against Lithuania, and then four players again on the pitch against against Luxembourg. Amazing. I mean, Jota. I mean, yeah. it, come on, Cristiano. Come what on, you Cristiano, doing, man? You've absolutely. You've killed he's, him. He's done a David Newman. David Newman yeah. that one yeah. game for England. Yeah. Oh, I'm desperate to get that yeah. goal. I mean, come on, Ronaldo. You yeah. get your hundred. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But. 
Yeah, Jota obviously. He's and he, all he's got. He, he's got to celebrate with him one yeah, because. But, but, he, but he's like, but inside he's got to be like you, bugger. Through gritted teeth. Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, but Jota getting on, getting that senior debut at, at long last, and it's it's richly deserved. Mm. I mean, he hasn't been quite at the heights that we know him. Um, to, you know, to reach uh, for Wolves so far this season, but he's. He vastly deserves that call up, and um, hopefully that will give him, you know, a, a bit, a bit more confidence going forward. And um, yeah, of course, oh, I think it was Martinho ended up getting his hundred and twentieth cap. I mean, <laughs> and, I mean, he's showing absolutely yeah. now, so he's yeah. slowing down, is he? So um, yeah, the, the lads going away with Portugal doing well. Says wore the captain's armband for for Morocco, three 0 winning Burundi, dock um, scoring, dock scoring, and. From what I saw, at least on Twitter anyway, the man of the match, apparently. Mm. People can't believe that he hasn't been playing and Seamus Coleman's been playing ahead of him. I think yeah. he's really kind of stayed to claim now. Catrani got a couple of goals for the Italy under-21, mm. so pretty good international break, you'd say. Just, I mean, I've, heard, I've heard no rumours of this whatsoever. I'm just putting it to you, <laughs> potentially, uh, of creating something here. But Martinio, obviously coming to the twilight of his career, yeah. or, or the latter stages, I think he'd go on for two or three more years. Can you see um, a scenario where he, he goes to the Euros with Portugal, he plays and maybe retires after the Euros, hopefully Wolves get him on a, he signs this deal, which I'm, I'm sure he will do eventually when, yeah. the, when the terms are right, and um, and that might help him for maybe getting an extra, we know he's not going to be playing every week going forward, yeah. um, you know, next year and the year after, but but will help him obviously with it, when, when with him being retired from international duty, or do you think he, he'll still have eyes on maybe one more World Cup? I think probably the Euros, you'd say. Um, Portugal want to make the best fist they can of defending the Euros. I don't think they'll end up winning it, probably. Mm. I don't think they're very good at the back these days. They've still got Yosef Fonte playing in defence. Yeah. So, um, but they'll, they'll want to make the best fist of it possible. And um, with Martinho, you're a better team. So um, I think he'll play the Euros, and as you say, it could be well when he calls it a day. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, right, we have got uh, Mr. Steve Bull is with us today. We uh, spoke to him spoke to him yesterday and uh, he had some really interesting things to say. Um, of course, January transfer window is fast approaching. So we gave his, his, his views on that. We've got the Dear Bully section um, where he, he answers all your questions. And of course, he gives you a little bit of a, a preview to Bournemouth away. So here is the legend himself. So we're here with Bully uh, in, in Shea Ball, beautiful Shea Ball as it is, as you would expect. Pristine, you've got, you've got, you've got an 11, 11 month old little puppy as well. Yeah, it's a little, uh, it's called a ferret. Uh, it's, it's called it's, a what? A ferret. A ferret. A ferret get, dog? Get, they get anywhere. Oh, bless her. Uh, no, She's beautiful. A, Look at her. She's a, beautiful. It's a worker spaniel. And uh, when people have got worker spaniels, they'll know what I'm talking about because they never stop running. The pointed things, they get after it. Well, you call them all the names under the sun, they still won't come back. Oh, but look, she's here now. Look at her. She wants to make oh, yeah. an appearance. I'll just take a little picture. Well, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful, aren't you? You're beautiful. Not you, Bully. That's the dog. Uh, right, I tell you what's beautiful. Uh, three points against the Villa uh, yeah, on, on yeah. Sunday. I mean, we, we've talked a bit on the podcast already to, to Rosie and Joe about it, but, but from your point of view, what did you make of the game? I thought it was a, a very well-focused, uh, uh, good game, to be fair. I think they had uh, the bragging rights after the cup game. Even though we only put a, a young side out, yeah. uh, they beat us two one or whatever. But uh, I thought to myself, well, fair play. If he wins the game and we play him at home, that's uh, get him get it sorted out. But uh, now I thought from uh, from start to finish, apart from about ten minutes in the second half where we let him back in the game, 
and they got the goal. Uh, that was the only time they got into it. But apart from that, I thought we dominated it. I thought uh, we should have been at least three, two, three and up in the first half. Yeah. And that's what we've got to start capitalising at the moment. Mm. I know we've said it all belong, uh, but we need the killer touch in front of goal. We need that killer touch. Yes, we have got the goal scorers, but we need that killer touch. It's, mm. it's one time, it's going to be one game, one chance, and we've got to score it. Let's talk of a... Uh... Talk of Kastroni and you um, joining forces. Have been in touch? Has there been, has been any contact there? I don't think he even knows he met me the first night he came here. Uh, because really? he, uh, my friend, my, my very good friend Jim Jim Sharma, who owns Wentzville Taxis, he actually picked him up from the airport. Oh, right. And we was playing one of the Europa games on a Thursday night. And uh, I was with uh, Jimmy, mate, in Bilston, on the, in the, the Angel Pub in Bilston. And oh, yeah, it was in, the two of them. Were the, the two, two of them? came. Yeah, yeah. Who were these? Look. They look scruffy. They even look like they're gone. One of them was hats on and everything. I'm thinking, what they're trying to do? And I went, oh, let's get around. That's us. What are we doing? I'm going, oh, okay. So it's, that's, he actually sat next to me on right. the and watched Wolves win the game. That's mental, isn't it? That is crazy. It is. I think if he, if he knew who I actually was or whatever, I think I, I mean, I'd love to have a chat with him or whatever. And uh, as long as we've got an, um, an interpreter, we'll yeah. be okay. Yeah, like you say, the goals aren't going in, but hopefully that will come. Um, January is just around the corner now, really crazy yeah. enough. Uh, um, Christmas coming. Um, but hopefully Christmas comes late for Wolves. Uh, one month to do business. Do they need to do business? And if so, where where do you think they need to strengthen? All day long, all day long. And I think you, you could have loads of questions on your podcast or on this this, the thing we're doing here could be here for an hour talking could about be it. for an hour mm. talking about it, whatever, and everybody has their own opinions. But uh, you know, we are we are thin on the ground. We said this. I think we said this exactly the same time last yeah. year. I think we did on the podcast. I'm sure we did, mm-hmm. and uh, we still haven't strengthened. Oh <laughs> yeah, and yeah, they're in Europe. You know what I mean? Point off, point off, seventh, yeah. fifth in the league. Twenty-four games on, we still. Yeah. Not... <laughs> yeah. But uh, now, I think he, he, he needs to strengthen. I think uh, the chairman said uh, a couple of weeks ago that uh, he's going to back him and sort him out in, in January. So yeah. we'll see what happens. We, we we all know we need a defender because once Bowl is out, mm-hmm. it's hard to replace him. Mm-hmm. Yes, Sais and then Donk has come in, and uh, Lennon's come in. He's come in as well, and you've. Got on, okay, fair play, but when that bit of class is against him, he can tell the bit yeah. of class against him. Yeah, and uh, with Bolly, he's thorough, he knows what to do. Whether it's a, a world class player or a, a dodgy player, mm-hmm. he knows what to do on them. Match day, so he sadly missed. So, we definitely need to centre off, and I think we definitely need somebody in the middle of the park as well, just in case Matinio gets injured or yeah. Neves gets <clears> injured. We said it before, and that's it. Bang, I think Catroni, I think, uh, uh, I think he's one for the future, me. I think, I think he's very, very raw. He reminded me of myself when I first started at Wolves. Mm-hmm. And all I'd say to him, if I did see him, I'd say, carry on doing what you're doing. Keep chasing, keep following balls down, keep ch- keep getting at, at these defenders, and it'll gradually come. Yeah. The eagerness and the, and the, and the I don't know, the, ooh, the hunger yeah. will, will, will some pull himself back mm-hmm. to say the other part will get in with it. So he's got to get the old player where Jimenez, do, Jimenez is doing that now. So if Catroni uh, can take a leaf out of Jimenez's book at the mm-hmm. moment, Watch him, study him. I'll tell you how he went before away in a couple of years' time, Tony. Yeah, and like you say, you know, depending on what formation they play, now, now with Troy away being, being pushed up towards with, with that front three, um, Jimenez and Jota, you've got Cotroni as a as a um, as a switch if you want to replace Jimenez or whatever, or play two up front. There's not there's not enough there's not that necessity to get a striker, is there? You would have thought that defender and midfielder would be the priority. I would have thought so. I would have thought so. I don't know, maybe another keeper as well. You know what I mean? You, you've got to have um you've got to have a place for every position. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think in every position, yeah, you can have a couple of under twenty ones, under twenty threes there. But you need experience in that as well. Yeah, yeah, you need to on the cup game against Villa. Yeah. You can see the, the the inexperience of the young mm-hmm. lads are coming through, but they need the experience as well. And uh, I just I just think uh, You don't think Ruddy you think Ruddy needs <clears throat> is probably I think Ruddy's uh, probably I mean he's 
He's now he's a good understudy. Yeah. He's a great understudy. Yeah. Unbelievable. I think he may have another 12, 18 months in him. But you need somebody now to back the say push Woody even more, even further. Push, push like, even further. So when you're saying that, would you say someone like like a really good top class up and coming keeper, like top, a youngster? Top class one, yeah. Okay. Who's on the verge of I don't know, Man U, Chelsea, right, Arsenal. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Somebody who's, who's ready to go with a bit of experience in his own. He's had a few games to go. Go on the pitches, you know, I'll push you for the place. Yeah, interesting. And you as well. Um, when you when you talk about January signings, I mean, Wolves haven't really splashed a load of cash, mm. have they? As in, like, they've got a lot of loan deals sometimes with a view to a permanent. Can you see them spending big on a central defender, 20, 30 million? Mm. Or, you know, with, with, with Wolves looking for extra investment, extra money coming in, mm. can you see them maybe just dialing back on it? Maybe thinking, well, Bolly could be ready in February. Let's get a loan in and let's not, uh, you know, spend a load of money on maybe like a, a Tarkovsky or someone coming in from, from abroad? Yeah, I think I think uh, we'd all love uh, stability players, whether we've got, we've got them all on board, we've got five-year deals, four-year deals. We've done that before and we spoke about it before, me and you, Nath, about mm-hmm. uh, Doyle and O'Hara, Johnson, yeah. four-year deals and also they go off the, off the wagon. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think they did it absolutely brilliant uh, last year and the year mm-hmm. before where they had all these low knees, say, prove yourself and then put them on contracts. Yeah. You're saying we haven't spent our money, but we've bought them. Mm-hmm. We've bought mm-hmm. the players we had yeah. on loan. You mean, only because they're not new faces, sure. you're going, well, we ain't a nobody in the squad. Of course, yeah, yeah. I've bought them. It's not free saying, money, yeah, I yeah. would rather go down that route again. Mm-hmm. I would, uh, me personally, I would. Mm-hmm. I would I would push the boat out and loan somebody, even if, I don't know, even if you have to pay them, I don't know, 100 grand a week to yeah. loan them out. Yeah, yeah. And say, go on, then if they're good enough at the end of it, mm-hmm. go on and put you on a bit more than that. So I'm, I'm hoping in January they're going to think, hold on, where are we? Yeah. And look where we are in the league. They look where we are in the Europa League, mm-hmm. what we've got to offer, what can we give the fans even more? Mm-hmm. And I think they'll go, yes, I think they'll go, boom, we want more. Because when you look at it, like you say, uh, luckily enough, the, the, uh, uh, Mendes and, and the crew have identified great players that come on loan and then they've bought them and Wolves have had first refusal on them. At the same time, sometimes it doesn't work out. Well, I'm saying that, there's still a chance for him, I guess. But like Vallejo has come in from Real Madrid as the centre-back, struggled, I think, hasn't hasn't looked mm-hmm. um, like the level that Wolves want. And then you think that's one of the person that go, OK, thanks very much, mm-hmm. but but no thanks. Yeah, but there's going to be players come and they're going to put the toe in the water and it's going to take a long time to put the foot in mm-hmm. uh, because they have to get used to the way Nuno plays, the way the English system plays, the way Wolves want to play. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell now that uh, some of them have, uh, it's like as though they've never played football before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not that's not being horrible to the players. Mm-hmm. That's just saying you can tell the standard they've got to go up to what Nuno wants. Yeah, and uh, I think you know, I mean, you're looking at these players who you're on about now. That, mm. like I said before, Catroni, you give them 18 months' time when they've had reserve football. You know, when, when they've had first team football, they'll go. This is what I've got to step up, step up to. Sure. And yeah. uh, I just think, yeah, I mean, I think uh, uh, whether they're still at the club at that time, they're still got to keep pushing and pushing mm-hmm. and pushing because mm-hmm. they'll get a chance. Mm-hmm. And once they get the chance, who's who's the Prime example, Den Donker. Yeah, yeah, of course. Den yeah. Donker was a yeah. prime example, wasn't he? Yeah. He was in. Wait a long time, out, yeah. Shake it all about. Mm, yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> he was. He was in and out. He, yeah. was, he weren't getting frustrated. Yeah. He was being played on left side, mm-hmm. right side, mm-hmm. centre half, right back there. And I'm going, fair play, yeah, and chucked his dummy out. No. He's got him. And now, he's a permanent fixture on the side. Yeah, yeah. So what, these were the players should take a leaf, like I said before about Jimenez, mm. take a leaf out of the books mm-hmm. and do Patience, mm. patience, patience. You're right, and, and look, when, when they bought him for 12 million quid or whatever, whatever it was after the World Cup, he came back, you know, not not in good shape, and no, he didn't play him for the first two or three months. You didn't see him, so everybody thought that was a write-off, and, yeah. and then look at him now, like you say. Yeah. Uh, right, it's time for it's time for the 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 the, the 
long-awaited segment, Dear Bully. We've got some questions for you, Bully. You can't hear it at the moment, but I'll be playing some, some nice soothing music over the top of it, so okay. Well, well, well we, don't want it, we, do, we don't want it flat. We want Not it, Bully we Bully. Want, no, yeah. no, bully no, 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 no. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be some serene, um, therapeutic music for, for these people who, who are looking for your wisdom, Bully, so in life. So you know, like a nice, yes. slow... Yes, slow, chilled out. Not non non-West Midlands <laughs> kind of All right, then, I think you should yeah. do this. <laughs> Not quite. Yeah, talk more like Dear Deirdre Bully. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay. First one's from uh, Guido. Guido says, uh, Dear Bully, I am an American. I've come to Molyneux for the first time last year versus Leicester City. How do I approach the topic with my wife for a return trip trip in 2020? In 2020, mm. well, first of all, uh, make sure you get back home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I don't know, to be fair. You know, I think uh, if she loves you, mm. I think you, you can probably be able to go anywhere, really? to be fair. Yes. So, uh, but if she don't, well, you know, I mean, buy her an album ticket and say, you got the album and I've got the wolves. Exactly, and then she would be desperate to come, absolutely. So, you see, you probably think you probably throw it in, I don't know, like maybe a European trip and then, and then you put yeah. yourself in the UK for that point yeah. where there's game day and think, oh... Yeah. Or look. even take the wife with you yeah. to Wolverhampton, yeah. put her in a spa, now. you go watch the game. There you go. You come back, you mean, there you have you a go. nice meal, and that's it. In a few days, a few days over here, so it works both ways. I'll I'll it'll cost you. you more money. It will do. But will it be worth it? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. That's the Stick her stick in a spa. Stick her <laughs> in a spa. I've done that loads of times. It's absolutely brilliant. Right, okay. Uh, Lee Walker says, I have a dilemma for Christmas. Do I spend big or save money? Also, what do I buy? Do I spend big? Mm, what does is it go big? Yeah, well, he just says, does I spend big generally? But That's yeah, you've got to think the wife, yeah. Generally, it all depends. Does your wife like, uh, yeah, I mean, does she like little things? Mm, to, mm. Does she like to open lots? Yes. Like to open Do you want one? quantity or quality? That's what I'm saying. Mm. You know I, mean? I think, you know I mean? I think uh, it all depends. Is you, I don't know. You know, I, mean? I think uh, a woman who's got good quality taste, they like just one big thing, don't they? Yeah, or that Another small box. little box and you're thinking jewellery, aren't you? You know well, what I mean? A box of jewellery or a ring or a necklace yeah. or something like a bit of Pandora or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Pandora, yeah, okay. Or yeah. you get little bits and say, because, I mean, my wife's different. She likes both my wife does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She likes big presents <laughs> for lots love. of them. But <laughs> 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 I yeah. can't do that. So, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I'll, get a, I'll, get, I'll probably get a, one big present and I'll get loads of little ones that she's probably picked already. Smart, me, okay, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, also, what I like to do is um, give a few kind of like write a few things on a piece of paper like a trip out, a day trip or, you know, a little weekend away and then they don't cash it in halfway through the year and then, yeah, and then you don't... Do that. That's cheap. No, you it's not cheap. It's not cheap because it's there. get the things in the envelope and put the envelopes all down the rooms and, oh. or different rooms. Oh, different rooms. What, yeah, a bit of a treasure rooms. hunt on Christmas? Like, there you go, yeah. Yeah, follow this one. Where do you go? There you go. In the cupboard up so Oh, Oh, you little tinsel trails. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, don't mind yeah. that. Don't mind that, bully. Yeah. So what happened? Yeah. Okay, quite. <laughs> tough to try that. Um, Paul Chappell, I've got a job in Wolves, and although I'm performing well and getting recognition from national companies, I don't think I'll ever truly be regarded as great unless I move to a big company. There's interest from Italy. Do I stay in my safe job or actually test myself and move? What, what, what a question that is, uh, by the way. I think it's it's how ambitious you are. Mm. And uh, do you like your country? Do you like the people? One reason I didn't go to Italy, Italy uh, uh, Torino in Italy, was mm. one of the reasons because I love this country, I love the people, my own English food, my own breakfast. And I actually knuckled down. Mm. I knuckled down, I rolled my sleeves up and give it a good go. Yeah. And uh, look where I'll go. Yeah, exactly. So no if you were to take a leaf out of my book, I would stay where you are, keep working your socks off, mm-hmm. and you will get your rewards. Yes. 
good, good answer, good answer, good answer. It's okay, the dog's fine, she's fine. It's probably just my shoe is in. Let's stop this, let's stop this. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Get out of here, Jack's in here. Full. I do apologise, I had to put the dog in. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it's okay, I did it, believe you're fine, you're fine. Okay, right, last question, last question. We'll bring the turn on serene now and get the music going again, okay? Um, <laughs> after that little uh, interruption. Right, Denzel from Wolves says, um, I have a 17-month-old daughter called Grace. Any advice or tips in terms of what to do as she gets older? Boyfriends are the main fear. Well, mm-hmm. uh, what can well, I say? Yeah, well, I've, got, say... I've got a twelve-year-old at the moment, yeah. and, uh, and I was Gracie. Right, Gracie. Uh, so Grace and Gracie, yeah. Grace and Gracie, and um, it uh, it ain't going to get no better. <laughs> I do apologise. <laughs> 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 what can I say, mate? Uh, first of all, what can I say? You're very lucky to have a beautiful daughter. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. You know, yeah. because a lot of people out there would love kids, love it, and they can't have them, whatever. So you're very mm-hmm. lucky to have one. Uh, look after her, mate. Look after her. That's all you do. Yeah. That's a long way off. Boyfriends are a long way off. I'm looking at boyfriends now, nearly. So uh, I'll tell you what, in about 12 years' time, I'll, if we're doing this again, <laughs> I will give me honest opinion because my daughter will be like 22. Oh. <laughs> so, but no, just keep looking after her, mate. I mean, your daughters, are, they're very, very special. You know, they're different to boys. Mm-hmm. So I've got two boys as well. Yeah. They're different to boys. But, you know, I mean, the other, the other and under the card is yeah. boyfriends. I, I know. What do we do? Can you imagine? Can, what, what are they going to be like? That first knock at the door? Hello, Mr. Bull. I don't want it. I don't, don't want it. No. My wife at the, oh. at the moment is not telling me nothing about boyfriends at right, school. Right, right. Nothing at all. She's got admirers or whatever. I don't want to know. You don't want to know. Don't no. want to know. No. I don't want to know. No, you don't want that. It is, is going to be tough for you. But, uh, you mean, you may say, look after her. Mm. She probably absolutely. Bundle of joy at the moment, and yeah. uh, you know, just uh, go in the right direction. Just let her go to the cinema when she's 32 or something like that. That's fine, you know what I mean? Just keep them under lock That's and too key. That's too young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go then, Bully, uh, Bournemouth, next game. Uh, yes. What are you feeling? I mean, difficult game. Jimenez away with Mexico. So he's going to be coming back late. Um, but at the same time, Bournemouth away. These are the, the type of games where you're only picking up points, I guess, now. Yeah, I think it is. I think they're, they're going to be thereabouts. You know what I mean? They've pulled a few uh, stunts at the moment. They've got a few shot results out of the way and whatever. They are good at the wrong ground as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we've come back to our normal winning ways again from last season. Mm-hmm. I think it's took us like about 10, 15 games to get to get back on the button again. Uh, we've been lapsing over not the last few weeks. The last few weeks we've bounced really back yeah, really yeah, well. Yeah. And I saw the, saw the form that we've had from last season. I thought, we're back to normal mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We've just got to get that killer touch, like I said before, at the start of the interview. Get, get that killer touch and I think we can go down there. If we get something down there, you know, we'll, we'll, it'll be a great result. Send your questions in to Dear Bully. Bully, thanks very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Legend. Anytime at all. So, Joe, uh, thanks to Bully. Uh, top draw as ever. Remember, make sure you send in your questions to, to Dear Bully, um, all your little conundrums and what problems you've got, and he will answer them. Really interesting. Uh, Bully Bully sometimes comes up with some 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 really interesting stuff that surprises me. And he did he did <laughs> he did say in January, and we're talking about the window, about maybe getting a keeper. Now I hadn't really thought about a keeper. I hadn't really thought about it. I thought, you know, central defender, midfielder, and some people would say, well, why do you need a keeper when you've got John Ruddy? He seems to think that um, you know, going on to to get someone young in as a number two, a really good youngster, top draw. You know, probably a youth international pushing for pushing for a place, and and to be honest, he might have a point. What do you think? I think he's got a point. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't say it's um, like a priority, an, an urgent area. Mm. Yeah, something to you know urgently address. But I think there's definitely something in it. Um, I think 
John Ruddy, I think his contract comes up in the summer. Um, so it will obviously be a decision whether to extend that or not. And um, I would, by the way. Yeah, I, I would. I would. I think you need three. Uh, and, and I can see where he's coming from, that he'd be the third key, but someone around. Whether John Ruddy wants to do that, and we know John Ruddy wants to play is another scenario whatsoever. But at the same time, you could see you could see a good a good young keeper would, would be something that maybe Wolves would be looking at. Yeah, of course. I think, I think they'd always kind of look to improve in that department. So I think you know they've made no secret about it in the past that you know they're always on the lookout for players. And Nuno, being a former keeper, is always mm. going to look at that department. So I think very closely. Um, it just depends what the what the thinking is. We will Norris. Um, he's just got into the Ipswich team on loan there. Um, finally, ousted Thomas Harley at Ipswich, and he started the last couple. So if he ends up playing every week for Ipswich, do Wolves have him back or does he go permanently to Ipswich? Perhaps goes permanently because I think he'll want football. So then I think you will need another goalkeeper in. Yeah. Um, I don't think Andreas Sundergaard's probably ready for, for first-team contention. I think the best thing for him is 23. So, yeah, get a, get a kind of young keeper in to kind of push Rui all the way because mm. John Ruddy has been a f- fantastic servant for Wolves over the past you know, a few years. Mm-hmm. I think we've seen in the cup games though in 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 this season, it's not a massive disrespect to John, but I, th- I think you have noticed a little bit of a difference in in standard. Um, there's not been like any glaring errors, but um, I think that there's been one or two moments. Yeah, and um, I think if you wanted to get because Patricio, yeah, he's I think he's 31, mm-hmm. but he's, he's not going to last forever. No, absolutely. So you you, you know, Wolves always talk about succession planning and. And um, planning for the future, the project, the the vision, mm-hmm. and um, it the long term vision is going to have to be another keeper in it. I think. Yeah. Um, obviously, central defender is is, is the priority. I won't go too much into it, but if um, I put a poll out last night saying that how much money do you think we'll spend in January? Some interesting results actually. And um, the two that the four answers were were naught to ten million, ten to twenty million, twenty to thirty million, and thirty million plus. What what would you uh, what would you guess? What, how do you how do you think the peeps went? What do you think? I reckon the peeps have gone big. The peeps have gone big. 42 percent say thirty million plus. I'm stunned by that. Yeah. Twenty yeah. to thirty million, thirty-two percent. Ten to twenty million, twenty percent. And only six percent think between naught and ten million. I'm not. I mean, I might be wrong, but that six percent might have a decent yeah, shout. Yeah, I think so. Between naught and ten million in January, we know they don't spend big normally in January. Um, if it's coming to the end of January and you're looking at the back end of it and they're still doing all right, Wolves, and holding their own, we've talked about, we, we spoke to Paul Darby and he's predicting a, a return for, to Willy Bolly to, to just, you know, mid-February after that international break. All of a sudden he's a couple of weeks away, Willy Bolly, and you still haven't signed that big defender and maybe the, the market isn't what you want it to be and you have to pay over the odds. Do they do it? There's a few questions, and I hope they do sign a, a top draw centre back. But it's no guarantee, is it? No, it's not. I think, I think perhaps, perhaps then we'd all love to see Wall spend thirty million quid and really kind of bolster the squad. But I think, you know, perhaps people, you know, there have voted a bit more with hope than expectation. Um, I don't know. I, I think ten to twenty was what he was leaning towards. Um, firstly, um, but yeah. We, Jeff has said it so many times that they're not going to get drawn into spending over the odds. Faust and yes, they have got money to spend, but they're not just going to blow it on anyone. Um, would Joel Matinho be the best signing they could do in January? Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> um, and well, Willy Bolly could be like a new signing, mm-hmm. couldn't he? As well, I think you know. Obviously, we'd still like a centre half. 
and I think Wolves will definitely look in that area if something can be done at the right price. A lot of people, I ask again in another poll, uh, what would be one realistic signing in January? Ruben Diaz is literally the name that everyone's talking about, yeah. but you think that's very unlikely? It's it's just the, the money that's it's going to take to prize me away from Benfica, and especially in January. And especially with Mourinho going to Spurs now and his yeah. connections. Yeah, exactly, exactly. With Mendes, you think that if they are going to look for a centre-back, if Alderweireld is coming out... Well, they are going to look for a centre-back, aren't they, I think? Yeah. You know, you could, you could potentially see that happening. Yeah. Um, and they may even look at Bolly, aren't they, down the line? Yeah. That, 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 that's, that's one to be wary of. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think Mourinho going to Spurs, I think that kind of, yeah, shake, shakes things up a little bit, to be fair. Um, a few people say Nathan Aki. Um, I'd, I'd love Nathan Aki. I mm-hmm. think he's a great player. Obviously, we'll get to see him uh, this weekend. But I think they've been talking fifty million for for Aki. They've slapped a massive price tag on him because they didn't they didn't pay they didn't pay pennies for him in the mm-hmm. first place. I think they paid twenty million for him to get him from Chelsea. Um, and the market now is pretty much double the price as what it was yeah. a couple of years back. So you're having to pay 40, 50 million for him, and then really, I don't think that's that's viable. Eze from uh, QPR. I haven't seen much of him to be honest, but I've seen a lot of players, big, um, lot of fans on Twitter and everything, big, bigging him up. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of a winger, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, likes to drive with the ball in a three-four-three. I not think a he'd priority, be priority, is it? Yeah, I think he'd be. I think they could do with perhaps another forward. Mm-hmm. Um, Balotti, fewer people say. Balotti, I'd like. <laughs> oh, him. I'll take him. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Spora. Oh, you uh, love him, don't you? You love it, Spora. You love it, Spora. Yeah. It'd just be interesting to see what happens because it, it's very difficult to read what Wolves will do in windows mm. because you know nobody really telegraphed the signings of Cotrone, sure. Neto, Jordao and Vallejo this mm-hmm. past summer. You know they're, they're they're not picking up big name players, are they? They're, they're, they're picking up players that they see potentially, in, and that's going to be the the motto yeah. going forward. Kevin Fowler spoke in the week saying we're going to go for young players and try and develop them. So yeah, James Ward Prowse, Shane Duffy, a few mentions. I, I, no, no, these... I don't see them feeling. No, no, I don't know. And, and uh, you know you can you can you can see loans with a view to permanence, can't you? You yeah. just can ha- you can see it well, see it happening again. It's, it's worked. Hasn't yeah, it? it's worked in the past. Um, the jury's still out over the summer signings. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, obviously, it was the approach with Jota. It was the approach with Jimenez. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this this loan to buy, mm. it, it's very, it, it's very clever. Yeah. Um, especially when you've got the option if they're now good, down by them. Mm. So, um, yeah, I thought they'll do it again. At the same time, you know, we talk about talked about before about if you get if you're waiting till till late January and then you're looking at Bali. But at the same time, January's big. You know, it could be pivotal with with you know fighting on a few different fronts: Europa, FA Cup, Premier League. Maybe they could get someone in very early January. I know it's unlike them in what's gone on before, but at the same time, if they can do and get someone in and who's seasoned, who knows, who can slot, slot in great, then then that could be huge as well for the four, five, six, seven games that they might have to play in January. Yeah, well, Je- Jeff said that by the end of this month, November, they'll, yeah. have, a, they'll have a list compiled. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if they're available early, you can get your business done early. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Because sure. the games are coming thick and fast. Get them in early and get them in for the schedule damn right uh, right shall we take some questions from the peeps yeah. let's take some questiones from the peeps what have they got to say today right here we go um, Nag have you ever been to Pizza Express in Woking no and any comment <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and any comment review of the Wolves women win at the weekend 21 nil. 21 zip yeah, Leamington Lions I believe the not a lot of raw with the, them the, uh, the victims um Wolves women were actually a bit embarrassed 
by winning by such a high margin the manager yeah. came out and said afterwards Dan McNamara said we really shouldn't be winning by mm. that kind of scoreline it's hard to kind of take anything out of the game so it's hard to I find, I find it hard to go easy on teams though as well I want to score from a strike I want to score 4, oh, 5, good, 6, yeah, 7 yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember um, playing Sunday League when I was younger and we paid I think it was Perton Pumas who were absolutely shocking what was that name? Perton Pumas Perton Pumas we beat them 26-0. Yeah. Um, but we actually got a rollicking at the end from the manager. Really? Because 27 would have been a league record. Oh. So we got we got a rollicking for taking our foot off the gas. Our foot off the gas, brilliant. So, um, and what level was that? It was uh, Wolverhampton Sunday League. <laughs> I was about 14. <laughs> I'm surprised you knew what the record score was. It's pretty impressive, to be fair yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was well, driven. Well, yeah, he, he must have saw, yeah, Perth and Pierre was there. Right, uh, Scrivo. Scrivo's on. He says, um, oh, Luke, Luke Hatfield <laughs> with coffees. It's unbelievable scenes. He's returned the favour. Absolutely top draw. I brought my hot chocolate in the baggies broadcast. And um, and now he's uh, he's come with the coffees. That's different class, that. Thank you, Luke. Cheers, mate. Legend. Get yourself in. You can get yourself in the podcast. Ah, oh, unbelievable scenes. I don't know what it is. I mean, black coffee. I think is it. I know. One second. There's hot chocolate here. I think that's hot chocolate. Yeah. Do you want hot chocolate? Do you like black coffee? Yeah, I'll take black yeah, coffee okay. and hot I'll chocolate. I'll have the hot chocolate then. Oh, it's top draw that. Yeah, love that. Oh, what, a, what a legend to be fair. I mean, it's Greg's. So you know, it's not it's not quite Starbucks, but I'll, I'll let him off. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> yeah. Um, Right, um, yes, Scrivo, Scrivo. Um, Matthew Scrivid. Um, Scriv, yes, Scriv legend. Given he's got a good head start thanks to a prolific spell in the Europa League qualifiers, do you think Raul will be the first Wolves player to hit 20 goals in all competitions since 2009? Yes. When do you think he'll get there and how many do you think will come in the league? Uh... He's got, what is he, is it 13? Scrivo's great with questions, isn't he? Yeah, Scrivo's always good for a question. Um, I think he'll definitely break 20. I'd probably say January, February time. Yeah, okay. Um, There's a lot of of games over the Christmas period. Mm -hmm. There's 10 before the new year. So that's 10 games. I'd probably say mid-January, he'll get to 20. I think he's on 13 now. And then in the league, I'd probably say he'll get about... 12-13. 12-13. Mm-hmm. 12-13, okay. In the league, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I must admit, I'm going to go off tangent slightly. I am very excited about Jota going forward. I know he's not um, been at his best, and I know that he's maybe getting a little bit chippy when he's getting down, where before he should take it, go down, and come back up and, uh, and get on with it. However, we all know what he can do. And, you know, he's, it, was like this, it was like last year where he yeah. had the, the first half and then, and then the second half where he went off. I am so excited about him going forward. Get him in your fancy Premier League team because he is cheap. I know he's a forward, but goodness me, um, when he gets going. And they've got a decent-ish run, Wolves in the league. Yeah. I, I am very excited. I'm very, very excited. Um, anyway, uh, right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Andy Hodge, um, well, what do you think of the refereeing in the Europa League compared to our Premier League referees? I think it's been a breath of fresh air. It has. I've been really pleasantly surprised. Noticed it against Slavan, and without VAR, because I think VAR has kind of undermined refs in the Premier League, almost scared to make decisions and stand by the decisions and second guessing themselves all the time. And then with with the the Bratislava game, yes, it wasn't like oh an amazing ref, but you kind of 
He made his decisions, he explained himself, players were going over, he was telling them to go away, right, this is the decision, this is how it is. And yeah, he was a breath of fresh air, mm. really was. And um, I think, you know, that that is an argument for, for you know, not, I don't think they're going to get rid of VAR, but obviously working on it and yeah. improving it. Yeah. Because I think, to be honest, there's been a noticeable difference between refereeing in the Premier League and the Europa League. I mm-hmm. think the Europa League has been pretty pretty solid. No, I agree. I completely agree. Uh, musings from Molyneux say, uh, I'm going to have to rephrase this question slightly, because <laughs> it was in my, it was in my, um, ask any other any other replies um, um, how, how how much on a scale of 1 to 10 were you shocked when you heard Pochettino was sacked and, and Jose Jose got the job I was more shocked a bit about Jose um, just because I, I just don't see him in Levy I just mm. that just seems a complete kind of clash really you know a kind of a financially prudent yeah. owner and then the manager who, who wants to spend 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 sure um, Pochettino, I think, had come to the end of the road. It's just a shame how it happened. I think, in hindsight, he should have should have walked after the Champions League final. I think he'd come to the end of the cycle, to be honest. Yeah, I'm uh, understand that he would have um, certain grievances with Levy, and then once he had to why. But just his demeanour and his body language. I mean, you know, you're still manager of a of a, of a fantastic football club with a, an incredible stadium. And, yeah. You know, I visited it um, at the start of this season, and um, when you guys go. Um, you're going to have an absolute field day. Make sure that you go early. Try and get a stadium tour book for the morning or the day before or the day after if you're staying over in London. It is unbelievable. Yeah. I agree. I don't think I think there will be a clash there and a completely different personalities, but I feel that Mourinho's stock has, has waned somewhat. And yeah. I think he's actually quite fortunate to get the Spurs job. And I think this is a big job for him. He'll probably get, you know, decent-sized jobs abroad, but I think this is his, probably his his last chance to loan in the Premier League yeah. to get a big job. I don't know. I actually think he'll do all right there. I think that he's got a better base of a squad than what he started off against Manchester United. Um, Eriksen's situation's up in the air, but if he can get Ali playing, if he gets Kane... I think, I think Pochettino with Kane, they won't, he wouldn't have signed a new contract under under Poch because he probably knows Poch was going to go, probably his, his yeah. eyes on a, on a bigger job, Madrid job or whatever like that, and you could see Kane just going with him. Chance now with they're probably thinking right get Poch out get Jose in and potentially get him to sign a new deal. I think I think they'll do all right and I think I still think they'll finish top four actually. I think they've got a better chance there. Yeah yeah okay uh, less about Poch and more about Wolves. Um, David Ellerton, if you could have one ex-player back, who would it be? Mine would be Dean Richards to play in the back three. I never never saw Dean, but obviously heard great great things about him. Um, bless him. Um, I used to, I used to, I used to really think Sylvana, his pomp was really good. I, don't no, think I he, never saw it. Was he, was, he, was he top drawer? Was he? He was. He was. was really, he? he was really good. I don't think he'd get in ahead of Raul, to be fair, but he was. He was top drawer. Um, Matt Jarvis, Michael Kiteley at their pomps were, were really good. But I don't know somebody like Alex Ray or something in the middle of the park, mm. real kind of like competitive midfielder. Um, Jalian Lescott, his pomp. It, it's, it's hard to say someone outright because I, I think. Now this team that Wolves have got now mm. um, is pretty damn good as it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it'd, it'd perhaps be someone in defence, and probably Dean Richards you'd say to, to play on that right at the back three. Even though I've never seen him myself, but um, yeah, a lot of fans you know rave about him and, and the impact that he had at Wolves. So yeah, that'd be yeah, ideally. Yeah. Even though I didn't see him play live, um, he does resonate with me as being an imposing player. 
and from the, the clips that I've seen, he was different class as well. I know he didn't play loads of games, but I would love someone like a John DeWolf. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like a loose cannon or Yeah, that. a little yeah. bit. Fans' favourite, but I still think you stick him in at the back here. Oh, goodness me. They'd be exciting. Yeah, yeah. Those kind of players of a dying breed, aren't they? The players that kind of play on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought you'd have gone down the lines of someone who would actually stop in the mix zone and talk to you, <laughs> <laughs> because everyone, everyone these days—it's not just Wolves players. No, it's no. a lot. It's a lot of um, a lot of footballers these days will, even though they've got to go through this mix zone, which is um, a compulsory zone for people who don't know it, yeah. where you where you're obliged to not obliged to speak to the media, but the media can ask you and you can stop and you can speak. Yeah. But everybody has to walk through this zone. Well, I say everybody. There's some people who do go out the back door sometimes. Yeah, sneaky back door. Revolving, sneaky yeah. back door. But you know, there's a lot of headphones in with no music, a lot of hoods down, a lot of looking at the floor, and it's frustrating at times for you, yeah. uh, for me, for Rosie, for, for 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 Tim before you, and everyone else because they don't want to speak and they're not going to make an eye eye contact with you, and so you're left with sometimes the same three, four, five players to get reaction from, which yeah. of course is great, and it's great that they stop, but at the same time, you know, it's impossible for you sometimes to get, to get an interview with, with some, of, some of the other guys. Yeah, you see, well, you'll see that Connor Cody speaks quite a lot, Matt Doherty, Ed Armitre, they're pretty much the free go-to guys, mm-hmm. and because you want to be speaking to someone who's playing yeah. week in, week out of course. as well. Um, and then, you know, people like Jair Martini, I bless him, Lee, You'll, you'll, you'll get him. You'll get him to try and stop, and he'll just do a hand gesture, like yeah. he'll, he'll he'll go high or yeah. he'll point up in the air yeah. and then just walk off, like yeah. you know. And uh, the, the Portuguese lot tend to kind of operate in a bit of a pack. So mm-hmm. you know, if one's got the red phones in, they all have. Or yeah. they're in the midst of a chat. So you've, you've yeah. got the classic willy ball. Yeah, sorry, I don't speak English. Sorry, I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it can be a bit of a struggle sometimes. That's a Catrone a mm. few weeks back. He's all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Raul's always pretty good. Raul's when, good. When, when you know when he scored a goal or yeah. something, he'll be a bit more willing. So um, even though even though he's had a stinker, and uh, you know, and, and we have criticised him a lot, and, and I think that's fair play. And I think when we should sometimes give our opinion mm. about it, I think it's fair fair to say, you know. And if we criticise a Wolves play, it's not because we don't want him to do well. It's just that I think you know that's part of our job. Yeah. But Vallejo off the pitch. Oh my God, what a lovely guy. Yeah. And you want someone like that to do well, but he hasn't done well, so we've got to say he's not doing well yeah. and we've got to give our personal opinion. But honestly, what a lovely man off the pitch, is in like smiling, always happy, always you know very pleased to be here. You think maybe coming from someone like Real Madrid and then he comes to, to Wolverhampton that he maybe he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder. Could not be um, less, of, less of the case. He's, he's, a, he's a lovely, lovely man. It's just a shame, obviously, it hasn't worked out for him. Yeah, I mean, you, you see him... After the games, when he's not been in the squad, he's yeah. he's, the, he's obviously doing stuff on the pitch, doing mm-hmm. like a cool day and warm day, whatever you want to call it, drills, mm-hmm. and he's, he's doing them for half hour now, now, now sulking, none of this, none of that. He's smiling, happy he's, to come, yeah, happy to say hello. To be there. Pro- think, probably yeah. knows who you are. Probably, obviously, you know, probably reads the stuff, and that, that's the difficult. <laughs> no, it's a difficult. Yeah, it's a difficult yeah. thing. It's a difficult balancing act sometimes because yeah. you've got to give your opinion. And I can remember doing a video where uh, I did slate him, um, you know, pitch side after a game. And then he walks past, and that's just part and parcel of the job, yeah. unfortunately. I think they know that as well. Um, it doesn't stop you from having that sentiment of, of like, oh, what a nice guy, I feel bad. But at the yeah. same time, you know, like you say, we have, we have got a job to do. Of course, so, of course. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. It's part, part of the job we're doing, too. Yeah. Part, part of journalism. Um, Jambo, uh, how much is Jimenez worth in today's market? We got him for a steal. Uh, I'd say... How old is he now? 28. 
It's 28. So, so if somebody's going to stump up the cash, they've got to do it soon. It's, he, it's, yeah, so he's, he's basically got one big money moving him. You'd say the summer is the time. Yeah. If he's not, by the way, he's not going anywhere. I'm no, not sort no. of suggesting this. You know, he is a Wolves player and um, I'll be desperate to keep him. He's integral to this side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's just at that age where you can still get big money for him, can't you? I thought. think he'd get 40 to 50 million. I agree. Yeah. Right. Perhaps more so 40 because of his age or 45. But yeah, he's, he's, he's worth more than Wolves paid. Mm-hmm. the 32 yeah it's definitely worth more than that last question um, this is quite a heavy question actually so we'll just have to deep. take our time very deep um, Adam Cox um, pot noodles or super noodles <laughs> I quite like super noodles do you? yeah yeah, yeah. chicken flavoured super noodles pretty pretty super the only thing the only thing from from a super noodle point of view is I feel there's more fat you've got to take it out you've got to put it in a pan you've got to put boiling yeah. water on it whereas pot noodle you know you rip off no, the you top you get the instant super noodle oh well. can you yeah yeah it's, it's just kind of like the same kind of thing mm. but the, it is more noodly right like okay noodle, you get actually more that you can kind of like wrap around your fork uh, ah yeah. interesting yeah yeah I'd say super noodles are better I used to like the beef chow men pot noodle you used to get like a bit of soy sauce in there stick mm. it down eat it and then you get a bit of powder at the bottom but you don't mind it at that point and that was before obviously I went to the Chinese to get the real beef yeah, chow yeah, afterwards yeah. It was, you know you, everybody needs an appetizer yeah, yeah, you need a warm up no, absolutely you need a bit of salt content <laughs> um, right thank you very much um, look we, um, we've got Bournemouth on, on Saturday looking forward to it oh, I might be a bit hungover by the way maybe I'm at, I'm, at, uh, I'm at the O2 the night before uh, well, tomorrow night actually for yeah, a little, uh, little uh, last, last, last tour, last tour, oh, little expanser. So we've got a little swat, after party. Song, yeah. So um, yeah, I've got to get the train early to to Bournemouth. So I might, I might be hanging, mate. So just, just bear with me. I will have come round by the videos though. To That's be right. fair, um, we spoke to Sam Davis from the Back of the Net podcast, Bournemouth podcast, and um, to get a little bit of a lowdown on on the opposition it should be a really good game. And this is what the man had to say. Okay. Well, I'm delighted to be joined by the man himself is the presenter Sam Davis from the Back of the Net podcast that covers all things Bournemouth. Uh, Sam, thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it, pal. No problem at all. No problem. Uh, right, so um, Wolves and Wolves and Bournemouth, obviously incredibly close um, this season. Um, Wolves uh, played 12.16. Uh, Bournemouth played 12.16. Um, Wolves only scored a, a goal more, but apart from that, pretty similar paths. What, what do you make of, of the Cherry season so far, Sam? Uh, to be honest, I've been I've been sort of quite disappointed, really. I think the position of ninth is a bit of a faux position, really, based yeah. on how we've been playing. I think we've yet to reach the levels that we've been at in previous seasons, um, and I think that's been exemplified by a few performances, uh, especially the first one uh, of the season against Sheffield United at home, uh, where we drew uh, with them, and also when you're playing teams like Norwich at home, newly promoted, uh, playing Watford, uh, bottom of the league away, and not getting a result there. Um, These are the games that we were expected to be winning um, at the start of the season, uh, and it hasn't happened. However, uh, due to everyone else in the league beating them, you know, everyone seems to be beating each other, we seem to be in ninth position, but the the table beneath us is incredibly congested. So um, it's ultra important that we start picking up results because we could we could go down the table very quickly. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's crazy with them. I, mean, I watched um, I watched the majority of that that winning against Manchester United, and then you know you hope to try and get a bit of momentum, and and then and then go to somewhere like say Newcastle and and get a B. It must be frustrating. I think do, do you take the lead in that game as well? Did you? 
Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did, and uh, it, it's odd. It's it's funny actually because as as Bournemouth fans on our on our Twitter account, we put out a poll uh, just before four of the last games in the international break, and we said, you know, where should we be, and what kind of points tally do you think we should be getting from these uh, new matches? So bearing in mind, it was Norwich at home, Watford away, Manchester United at home, and then Newcastle away. Most people were saying minimum of, say, seven points would be good enough. Mm. But I just, it's so ironic that we managed to beat the hardest team, Manchester United at home, yet we fail at um, all uh, playing all the other sides. And uh, we're just so inconsistent at the moment. And uh, we've always been a team that's been famed for our free-flowing attacking football uh, however this season it hasn't quite happened defensively apart from the last game we've been a lot more solid um, but yeah. uh, you know this weekend is is going to be a worrying fixture for us because it's going to be a, a real test um, As for players this season I mean just going on the message board and obviously um, seeing a lot of fans on social media uh, Ryan Fraser splits opinion I think more, more than anyone of course a fancy Premier League darling over the last you know season or so, but 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 a very talented player, but doesn't see himself this year. What, what what's gone wrong with him? There are some contract negotiations that have been going on for quite a while. I mean, last season he was superb. Uh, his combination play with Callum Wilson was, was second to none. Yeah, so mm. if you've got him or or Callum or both in your fantasy league side, you'd be getting points week on week. Uh, the amount of combinations and assists that he had, uh, the goals he scored was great but then there were some murmurings over Arsenal being interested in signing mm. him um, and he's never really um, said that he wants to stay and he's always been very open about yeah maybe you know maybe I will go but he's not really you know pinned his colours to the mast so uh, unfortunately recently it's almost like his attention is elsewhere and in a Bournemouth shirt he hasn't put in the performances that we truly expect of him and it's a shame because he was one of our main attacking threats last season and without him and without his direct style we've been really struggling this season. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought him and, and was it was it Dan Dan Juma Dan Juma you, yeah. you signed in in the in the um, off season, uh, the Dutch young Dutch lad, I thought, and then he was injured once early on, and hasn't really. Is, is he been in and out the side a little bit? Yeah, that's right. So Dan Juma was uh, was injured for a major part of it, but uh, unfortunately, because we're out of the Carabao Cup and we seem to treat cup competitions with a lot of disdain, it's it's yeah. Premier League or nothing. We're, yeah. we're only limited to these sort of cameo appearances from him every so often, so we don't know how good he is. Nice. Ryan Fraser's been poor. Uh, Dan Juma has started one Premier League match and you know been off the bench for most of the others. Um, it's been a shame, but we've got Harry Wilson on the other side, and whilst mm. I don't think uh, that is his best position, being out on the wing, I think that number 10 role playing through the central spine of the pitch, he's so much more effective. Even for Wales international uh, matches, when he's played there, he's looked a threat. When he plays in that position for us, uh, he can be a threat. He can score you know, quite a lot of goals too. Um, so that's one little sort of chink of light um, after Ryan Fraser's sort of abject performances so far. Sure, and I think from Wolves' point of view, I mean, there's a lot of respect there between the two sides um, and, and Wolves need to be on their best game if they're going to get something from there because it's always a difficult place to go. They've got they've got a terrible record uh, down there as well. From a, from a team-wise point of view, Sam, what, what, who do you expect to see formation-wise, and who, who do you expect to see in the, on the on, on the starting lineup on on Saturday? 
Uh, well, this fixture, I've got to say, um, I'm actually really worried about this match. And, um, I, I, you know, usually I'm very optimistic about our home games, but <laughs> I, I'm actually quite concerned given the players that we could potentially have out. Now, Eddie Howe uh, likes to have his press conferences very late, so still not particularly sure uh, who's going to be playing. But Josh King, um, he is such a threat up front and, and also can play wide. But during the week, for Norway, he picked up a hamstring uh, hamstring injury, so it's a little bit of a doubt as to whether he's going to play because he he sort of self-diagnosed himself as being out for two weeks, so we don't know on that part. Callum right. Wilson's not been firing; um, he's not been great. He was in the England squad, wasn't used, and I was actually surprised he was actually mm. selected uh, mm. by Southgate, you know, given his poor form. But he will start. Maybe Solanke, you know, pairing him up front. Um, in the middle of the park, Jefferson Lerma, he's our powerhouse in midfield, but he's played a couple of matches for Colombia, um, a long way away, away as well. So he may be jet lagged, maybe he'll be on the bench, so we could see Dan Gosling uh, playing in centre midfield for the first time this season. Right. I think at the back, um, we're pretty strong, so we know our back four, we know our goalkeeper, but when it comes to the midfield and up front, who knows uh, what Eddie's going to put out. Right, and so, yeah, it's going to be a good game. Looking forward to it. Um, hopefully, I turned up at the right ground this this time. I, I turned up at Bournemouth FC and oh, not yeah. AFC Bournemouth, so that was that was that was an error on my part. Um, uh, it's not, not good. that much smaller than what we've got, to be honest. Uh, yeah, Bournemouth Poppy's a lower league side, and uh, yeah, um, I know a couple of people have made that same mistake too. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, Sam, final prediction from yourself, please. Whilst I, uh, I'm not feeling optimistic, I'm not going to go pessimistic, so I'm going to say a draw, and I think uh, Wolves have always got the attacking threat, a number of players uh, that we're really impressed by, so uh, yeah, I'm going to go for one all. Oh, one one. That's exactly what I went for. Brilliant. Oh, top man, top man. There you go. Guarantee. Get your money on that. One one. It'd be about eleven to two on the day. Uh, Sam, thank you very much for joining us. That's Sam from the Back of the Net podcast. Um, have a great weekend, and, and fingers crossed. Um, we're, we're both smiling at the end of the day. Let's let's be nice. No problem. Yeah, that's it. Cheers, All the best. Sam. Thank you. So, Joe, Bournemouth versus Wolves. Thank you very much, Sam. Um, top opinion there. Really, really good insight into the team and the way they're playing. Um, look, they they can hurt you, and if Wolves are not on their game and they don't come back from international duty particularly well, then they'll lose the game. It's simple as that because they've they've got some top draw up front. I know that some of the players haven't been really on top form yet, uh, especially some of the wingers we talked about. But at the same time, um, they're going to have they're going to have to be play, playing pretty well to get something out of this game. I think. Yeah, and the record at Bournemouth isn't great. I don't think they've won there since the forties or some something ridiculous. Um, so and I'll be going to the right ground this time, by the way. Yeah, oh God, where did you go to last time? Bournemouth. Uh, Bourne- I put Bournemouth FC in there, Bourne- not AFC. Bournemouth. Yeah, and right. then sent sent a text to so and so, and you know that Spears guy, <laughs> but we're effing and blinding Dude. on WhatsApp, and where then is everyone? the douchebag bloody posted it on flipping Twitter. <laughs> I was like, I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And he's like, he's like, then all of a sudden I get there and I'm like getting all these notifications I'm like yeah of course of course on a private whatsapp chat he's, he's put that out there yeah. absolutely disgraceful no, um, but it's AFC AFC Bournemouth AFC Bournemouth and they're a pretty good team they are um, Wolves are 8th in the Premier League Bournemouth 9 same amount of points Bournemouth 1 worse off goal difference so nothing to really split these teams Bournemouth have been a bit more of a mixed bag um, you know beat Man United at um, 
last last time out before losing at Newcastle. Um, so you, you, you don't know exactly what you're going to get from him, but they play kind of a solid four four two. Never kind of shirk from that. Um, Wolves, Wolves wise, what would you say? Uh, I mean the 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 doubts at the moment. So you've got Traore. Is he going to play after the Amstring? They expect him to. I think yeah. he's, he's supposed to be recovering well, but yeah. you know it's 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 not a definite that he's going to play. Um, but Bournemouth, they've got a few injuries, I think. Um, okay. So I think the the big battle if, if Ryan Fraser plays that mm. him versus Doherty mm. uh, down that flank. But if Do- Doherty can keep him quiet, I think you've got a good chance. Which which, like you say, you know, is he uh, he has underperformed, but uh, and and Sam talked about that as well. But at the same time, these these players only need one good game and and they've turned it around and they've got quality. Doc, Doc's massive. Um, do you see formation wise? Do you see it's going to be three three up top? Would you say again, or does it all depend on Traore? It depends on Traore. If it? not, then I'd it's say, two. Would you say then, it, then it's then it's two? But then who comes into the middle of the park? Mm-hmm. Who goes into defence? Does Ryan Bennett come back in on the right side of the back three, and then you put Den Donker uh, back into midfield? Yeah. Perhaps. Um, Bournemouth players a solid four four two, and. You maybe want to have one more in there. Sure. Um, and Jota and Jimenez as a front two should be able to hurt them. Mm-hmm. We could see a return of the three-five-two, but I think if Trey always fit, they stick with the three-four-three. Okay. Um, and we, we expect Jimenez to play, don't we? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Obviously, been been away, but um, he, I mean, he's been playing with a with a broken wrist for eighteen <laughs> yeah. months yeah. or whatever it is. He, he's, it's not going to bother him. I don't think. Right, so finish off with predictions then. Um, I shall go first and I'll leave the last word to you, Joe. Um, I'm going to say, it's going to be a difficult game. I'm going to say Bournemouth 1, Wolves 1. I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. Um, okay. 1-1 draw, which I don't think will be a terrible result, to be honest. No. Um, I'm going to sneak a 1 nil. Oh, 1 nil, really? Yeah, clean sheet and 1 nil. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice to get a clean sheet in the bag as well. Um, now, obviously, denied it late on mm. um, against Villa and that, that was... That will have been a frustrating point for, for Patricio, who has been, in my opinion, immense this season. One of the players of the season sure. so far. So, um, yeah, he'd, he'd love a clean sheet. Backing him to get it. Imanez goal, 1-0. Happy days. Um, myself, Joe and Rosie will be at the game on Saturday. Joe, it's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed just being you. It's yeah. been fantastic. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And that lovely coffee uh, for Mr Hatfield during it. And, and hopefully three points on Saturday. What more yeah. can you ask for? That's it. That's it. That'd be perfect. For me, from Joe, have a great weekend. We'll see you down in Bournemouth. Take care. Bye-bye.